and welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I am one of your two hosts. My name is Greg Mahochko, and joining me as always, he is the co-host on the West Coast, Chad Smart. He's the Chad, I'm the Greg, and that's why we're Chad and Greg's Power Half Hour. Hello, hello and how are you, Chad? Oh, man, I, I was going for the applause clap, and instead I hit the laughter. Oh, well... At least we get some laughter at least once on this show. Oh, yeah, that was my bad segue into an introduction. Uh, how's it going, Greg? I think this episode is probably going to be the one that wins us a, a potty. Is that the podcasting awards? Do they have podcasting awards? I'm sure they do. They I do. Mean, um, I don't know what they're called, but I, I, I've i never won one, so uh, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> ours would be uh, in the... Because you can take any statistic, you know, I've learned this. You can take any statistic and, and warp it to sound really good. So we are the number one podcast uh, hosted by two guys, one in Illinois, one in California, who limit themselves to 30 minutes. Competition is stiff, stiff though. So I, I will take that as a victory. Um, and who have less than 100 listeners. <sighs> You know, it's not the quantity of listeners. It's the quality of listeners. And I think we have probably some of the best listeners out there. I know my mom listens. She surprises me because she comments on the, about the show. My mom doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> well, because you put based it up on, on Facebook, I guess that's how she is listening to them. I say my mom's not on Facebook. So happy days. Happy days. I was going to say, uh, you know, we were talking before the show about what were, what were we going to talk about? This week and uh, uh, really didn't have anything because uh, pulling the curtain back, let the listener in. We're recording this one a few days earlier than normal and just a couple of days after we recorded the last one due to some scheduling uh, conflicts. And so hadn't really given it much thought. But speaking of award show, did you know that the Golden Globes were handed out last weekend? Nope. Yeah, very few people probably did because NBC did not air them this year because of the Golden Globes' lack of diversity among its members and not because of their lack of credibility and picking people that don't uh, that actually merit an award instead of just the ones that come and hang out with them at fancy dinners and stuff. But yeah, the, uh, the Golden Globes were handed out. And uh, if I would have thought about this sooner, I would have had the... Uh, Winner list pulled up, so you're just going to have to hang with me for a second. I do now, know. Yes. How would NBC, right? The NBC? Yeah. Yes. And are the Golden Globes traditionally on Sunday nights? Ever since NBC started airing them, yes. So how would that work? Because it was the new 18th week of the NFL season, and they were playing uh, Sunday night football, the last regular season uh, football game between the Chargers and the Raiders. Well, they, uh, they may have moved the show to Monday. It may have been on Monday. Previous. Okay. I don't okay. know. Um, okay. Well, again, th- this is not the, the, the regular season for the NFL has never gone this deep before. It was the yeah. first year for 17 regular season games plus a bye week, so 18 weeks. So traditionally, yes, the Golden Globes could be on this particular Sunday with no, um, uh, not competition, but no... Um, what is that word? Conflict. Conflict. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but obviously this year it was not. I 
I feel a little silly. And, and this is a can of worms that I don't know if two white guys should be opening up, but I was always taught. Now I've not always been the best candidate for the job. Haven't always been the best student. Haven't always been certainly not the best looking, although I did. Okay. You know, in, in the end, um, but whatever happened to like merit-based, uh, you know, you know, achievements, merit-based, uh, jobs, merit-based. You know, I don't. Hmm, gonna catch hell for this. I realize. <laughs> I know that. what you. I know what you're saying, and I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm I, I don't. Trying. I don't necessarily need to check boxes. Again, easy for me yes. to say. I'm white, and I'm represented everywhere. I get that, but. Uh, you're like Visa. That's everywhere I want to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, but it's not accepted everywhere. So maybe you're not like Visa. What, was, know, the, but, what was the one that they had? Was it Visa or MasterCard in Major League? Don't steal home without it. Uh, probably MasterCard because their slogan was don't leave home without it. That's what it was then. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, what, race, religion, creed, gender, orientation, whatever, best, best person for the job. I agree with you. And I've had a conversation with a coworker on multiple occasions who um, is Asian. And so I feel that I, it's okay for me to uh, weigh in on this because I have an Asian friend. Wait a minute. Are you pulling the Asian friend card? I'm pulling really, that's really tough to do in Illinois. Just so you know. Um, but we talked about when the Oscars had their Oscars so white backlash a few years ago, and he was even, I mean, he said like, it's not about diversity per se. It's about one section of diversity being represented. And, um, I'm just going to leave it at that. I think we can all read between the lines and yes, you and I are probably not the ones who should be commenting on this, but I am, I am with you. I, I find that, um, and, and, you know, I don't know how certain people get nominated or what, and uh, I, I don't know why, especially in a town like Hollywood, which is supposedly very progressive and, you know, a couple of things, why it only usually leads to white people being nominated. But again, you're, and here's the thing too, with, with, Academy Awards and Golden Globes and whatever. It's like, how do you judge one performance against another that are completely different in scope and tone? And, you know, why I think I can't remember if it's talking with you um, about this recently or with someone else had Heath Ledger not died. Would he have won for his role of the Joker in the dark Knight? I don't think so. I think it was because of his death and they wanted to seem, um, you know, like just give him caring. Yeah. Uh, But had he lived, that would have just been looked at as a comic book movie presentation. And um, because they didn't oddly enough, do the same to Chadwick or for Chadwick Boseman last year. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you know, well, I mean, okay, well, explain it because I'm not sure which way you're going. Correct me if I'm wrong. He did, he was in like his, I guess, final movie, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and for the life of me, I, I can, I can see it's called, Ma, hmm? it's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Thank you. 
Um, but they, I don't believe he won for that. No. And that's part of which, which caused backlash caused backlash because normally the best picture is your last award. And with Chadwick Boseman passing away, uh, unfortunately. And, and I, I mean, when I watched Bond Ratings Black Bottom before nominations came out, I'm like, oh yeah, he's a lock for a nomination because he is fantastic in that movie. So they changed it to where best actor would be the last award presented and with the expectation that he would win and it would be this feel good diversity moment. But then Anthony Hopkins ends up winning for the movie, the father, which is not an easy movie to watch because it deals with, um, <laughs> so I'm going to make a really bad joke because I forgot what I was dealing with, but, it, and what it deals with is Alzheimer's mm. and it's a very good movie too. And Anthony Hopkins is phenomenal in that movie. So again, I mean, you have one character who is playing a older you know, person losing their memory and not knowing what is real and what is a, a fake memory in their life. And the other being this um, kind of boastful musician. Are those two roles, you know, how, how do you, those, those roles are not better? equal. Yeah. How do you, you know? dictate which one is better? Um, and then we all know that back in 1981, when the Apple should have won best oh, movie, geez. it wasn't even nominated. So how can we really right, trust? Time out. <laughs> time out. I'm, I'm going to put an end to this silliness right now. I apologize to your mother who is listening right now. I have sat through the Apple twice. And it just keeps getting better. Never again, Chad. You need, you need to stop your love affair for the Apple. You need to stop your love affair for cats. Mm, I was going to ask you if you've seen cats yet. No, no. Mm. I, I don't want to watch the Broadway like production that I've actually heard good things about. Yep. I'm not going to watch the animated motion cap version that looks like hot garbage. Mm. I'm not going to do just, it. I just want to know if the, if it's true that there is a butthole edition out there that apparently all the cats have anyway. Um, you know what a movie I watched the other day that <laughs> I'd been waiting like 30 years to watch. And I thought it would be along those same lines of like really bad, but enjoyable movies. Uh, Yahoo series young Einstein. Never heard of it. Oh yeah. Well, you're lucky because it was, it was torture to get through. And, you know, I say this again on my other podcast out of touchstone. We just recently did an episode where we talked about the super Mario brothers movie, which if you have not watched, I highly recommend because yes, it is, it is odd and bizarre and my advice is forget that there, you know, that there's a game that this movie is allegedly based on and just watch it as a movie in itself. And it is fantastic. You know, my, one of my other co uh, podcast co-hosts, uh, co-host of the year, Mike Luther and I were just talking about this. Um, no, I tell you back. God dang it. I screwed up best friend of the show. Josh and I were talking about, cause he sent me the uh, cast, like, you know, of all the excitement for the new super Mario brothers. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I said, I, I've never even seen the other one. He says, and you call yourself a nerd. I don't, where would I find where, where would a, a curious fellow find super Mario brothers, the 1991 movie? 
That is a very, very good question because unless you find it on eBay in an out of print DVD version, or if you have a region free DVD player that can play the all regions free YouTube version, I don't know where you can find it. Now there is a kind of fan edited director's cut online, which is 20 minutes longer, which I have not watched. I can't attest to the quality of it. Um, it is, is on my list of things to do in the next couple of months, but um, yeah, uh, you know, the movie came out, it did not do well. Disney has kind of just kind of forgot that they made a movie called Super Mario Brothers. And, and I think Nintendo also wants to forget that they made a movie about Italian plumbing brothers starring an Englishman and a Puerto Rican as brothers. And um, I don't know, you know. But uh, but it was, it was directed by the people, the, the married couple who created Max Headroom. And so it is visually very interesting, but it's the plot is very out there. And it has Mojo Nixon. Now you're looking at me like you don't know who Mojo Nixon is. I'm, I'm trying to find where to find Super Mario Brothers. Apparently, Bob Hoskins was not a fan. No, movie. no one. Uh, none of the actors were fans, and I think that is because of the behind-the-scenes turmoil that went on. But yeah, but it also says that there's nowhere that it is streaming, uh, according to CheatSheet.com. Unfortunately, Super Mario Brothers has not joined any streaming platforms in the U.S., so you won't find it on Netflix or Hulu. However, if you have a DVD player handy, you can purchase a standard DVD copy from Amazon for just three ninety nine. Also a Blu-ray edition for $31. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm okay. trying to find it. It's um, I know that there, it is online somewhere, but I am trying to, I can't remember what the name of it is called because it's based on the, um, on the director's last names is how it is referred to. And uh, I don't know if we find it, we can put a link up on social media, but of course. Um, yeah. It's, it's really, really just for me at this important. point. Yeah. I'm sure I'll find it and I will, uh, I will, I will. Oh, let's see. I go back to my notes. I can probably find it. It's the Morton Jankel cut. Like um, Morton, like Ricky Morton or Morton Salt. Morton Salt, yeah. A lot of people aren't going to pick up on Ricky Morton who listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, so if you just type in Super Mario, <clears throat> excuse me, Super Mario Brothers Morton Jankel, J A N K E L cut, um, your Google machine should, it's a site called archive.org and it should have it. We. <laughs> We have spent a lot of time telling people how to watch a really bad movie. Chad. <laughs> let's, let's. I know, and we're only halfway through the show. Like, I don't know this one. Can, can we talk about a, a, a good comic book movie? I think good. Even uh, almost 40 year old me th thinks it's entertaining. Uh, fifth, 14, 15 year old me. No, let me rephrase that. 12 or 13 year old me thought it was a, a good movie. It was a comic book movie that came out in, I believe, 1990, late 94, early 95, something like that. Mm. And that would be The Mask. Hmm. Okay. A lot of people forget that that Jim Carrey movie is a comic book adaptation, Chad. 
Well, I think after Son of Mask came out, people wanted to forget that the mask existed. I don't disagree. But the mask, you know, if it wasn't for the mask, Cameron Diaz might not be the star that she is. That was her debut film. And uh, I'll just say it. Boy, howdy. She was looking uh, uh, other other people say just uh, 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 pretty, pretty good. Good. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking because I saw the mask in the theater when it came out, and I don't know if I've ever seen it a second time. I rented it. I never saw it in a theater because at the time it came out, I think I was 12. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, so I didn't see it in theaters, but I had rented it and I, re- I have vivid memories of um, we were living in an apartment while our, uh, our house was being built. And I was sick one day. So, um, you know, like the night before, you know, like I was old enough that I could stay home by myself. And, and the night before, I guess my mom had gone up to the video store and rented a couple of videos asking me what I wanted. So it was like, you know, sick kids choice. And I said, uh, D2, the mighty ducks and the mask. So I sat when I was in seventh grade, uh, and I, uh, watched the mask. It was pretty phenomenal. You know what would have made that would have made that story even better is if you would have requested the Jim Carrey the mask and your mom brought home the Eric Stoltz movie mask. Yeah, that uh, would not have been watched by me. Uh, even <laughs> which at is that a good point. film too. I mean, if you Cher, like Eric Sam Stoltz Elliott. and Cher, Sam Elliott, Laura Dern. Look at yeah. you. Do you know everything about everything, Chad? Sadly, no. I just have a lot of really useful or useless knowledge floating around in my head. Now, ask me something pertinent that is uh, helpful in society, and I'll probably be stumped. Chad, have you started thinking about your retirement? <laughs> Every day when I log into work. And, and have you started uh, putting a little money aside for your retirement? I stopped going to hockey games. No, the pandemic stopped you from going to <laughs> hockey games. No, finishing the quest stopped me from going to more hockey games. So, But you haven't been to Seattle yet. I've not been to Seattle, and I don't think we're going to make it to Seattle for the inaugural season because we really don't care about going to Seattle anymore. You know, I think Can- the pandem- pandemic kind of um, killed the enthusiasm for, but. Can- is Seattle overrated as a, as a city? Um, you know, I've never been there, so I can't say to the city itself however i will say that um well and i don't know who's listening to this show so i'm gonna have to maybe choose my words carefully you Uh, hate grunge music we know we you hate grunge music and you you hate that sound that came out of seattle in the early 90s you know i i did hold a lot of resentment for grunge for killing off hair metal and uh, and I do think Nirvana is vastly overrated and had Kurt Cobain not been murdered by um, somebody who I will not name for so that we cannot be sued. Legal purposes. Yes. Um, I think uh, Nirvana probably would not have lasted another um, 35 years or five years. Yeah. I don't think they would have lasted. Um, you know, I am. I am curious. Uh, another. I- Going to throw in a plug for the next episode of uh, Wonder Why, which actually may be undergoing a name change before then. But we're going to be looking at the Seattle rap sound and uh, exploring the career of Sir Mix-a-Lot. So I'm curious to 
dig into that. But, I have but yes, a- Seattle, uh, real quick, I was just going to say, yeah, Seattle Seahawks, I think, are the uh, they're up there with Yankees and Red Sox fans as my least favorite uh, fans. Interesting. Interesting. I, in, in regards to potential lawsuits, people would have to listen to the show first. That could be the thing that got, uh, got us a little traction. Um, you know, no news or there's no such thing as bad publicity. So, yeah. Uh, so you mentioned annoying and this folks, this show is all over the place. I'd like to apologize, but I'm not going to, uh, Chad has named the Seahawks, the, um, Yankees and Red Sox fan bases, some of his least favorite and, and most annoying. Uh, I will say, and this is just on personal experience slash slash observation, Ohio state fans, Alabama fans, Cleveland Browns fans, Cubs fans. See Cubs fans. I don't really, I mean, they're Cubs fans. I don't care because Cubs fans, they had their moment of glory and, and yeah, they ruined their legacy of their team. They did uh, in a world series, but no, I have several friends that are Seahawks fans and I like them. They're good people when not discussing football or watching football, but um, yeah, I remember one of them had a, uh, had a Super Bowl party when it was the Broncos and the, no, yes. The Broncos and the Panthers a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I left at halftime because they were um, trash talking the Panthers the entire game. And it's like, your team's not even in the Super Bowl. So it was um, jealousy, Chad. They were jealous. Oh, you're jelly that they won that peanut butter. Is that something I just heard on Superstore last night? I'm trying to work it into conversation now. Please stop. <laughs> I've, uh, I, 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 we, we are recording this. It is 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. And the reason it's so late, as Chad mentioned, uh, the scheduling situation, uh, and doing the best we can. But I just got done recording a two hour. My two hour happened to be about two hours, but uh, my Husker podcast never usually goes that late. Lo and behold, the night that I want to record another show after on a weeknight, no less than it goes along. Um, we're talking about uh, one guy sees like living fully and being his authentic self. And I have learned in the last week, week and a half, especially that I'm just not really holding back my thoughts anymore. Like Hmm. a lot of things are just word vomit and some of them are kind of painful to other people. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try to be better. No, you know, I think that's something that probably needs to be more of in society. And again, not to be like jerkish about it, but just, you know, I think we sugarcoat a lot of things to avoid confrontation, Mm -hmm. to avoid, you know, hurt feelings, but we need to get out there and just let people know that um, sometimes the truth needs to be said. And, And that truth is that the apple is still one of the greatest Stop. movies, no matter what you say. So you thought I was going to go back to the sports fans, but no, I took it all the way back. I think in regards to the Apple, that what I need is speed <laughs> away from uh, that movie. Now, here's something to, to you know take this into present day and tie into the Apple. I think the BIM movement is the COVID vaccine. 
and everyone has to have the BIM. We, we don't talk politics on this show. For people who have never seen the Apple, they have no clue what's going on. So uh, as we are winding down, just to bring this show back and give it some closure and some type of <laughs> semblance of uh, rational conversation, the 2022 Golden Globe winners were announced last week, and I'm going to uh, give you those winners and ask you, one, if you've heard of said film or television show, and uh, two, if the answer is yes, if you have seen it or have any interest. So the best picture drama. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. This is going to be fantastic verbal communication. Uh, the best picture drama went to The Power of the Dog. Nope. That is available on Netflix should you want to watch it. I believe it stars Benedict Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst. I've never heard of it. I might actually. Is it about dogs? I don't think so. It's an old, I think it's a Western or set in the eight, like 1800s. Uh, I started watching it. It's really slow. But, well, uh, best TV series drama was Succession, which is on HBO Max or HBO. And I've it heard has of it. Kieran Culkin. So the Culkin, one of the, at least the Culkin name is still out there. Uh, Jane Champion, Campion, sorry, Jane Campion won Best Director Motion Picture for Power of Dog. Uh, Best Actress in a Motion Picture went to Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, which is available on Amazon Prime. And I would recommend, I watched that a few weeks ago. It was highly entertaining. And I thought Nicole Kidman did a good job of being Lucille Ball. But how did Harvey, uh, Javier Bardem do with uh, being Ricky Ricardo? Mm. Or I guess Desi Arnaz. Does Ernest, yeah, he was, I mean, he was okay, but I found, and, and maybe this is true to life of the real Desi, but uh, there were a couple of scenes where I couldn't understand what he was saying. The accent was a little too thick mm. and I am very white, so I don't understand thick accents. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, he was fine. He was fine. Uh, J.K. Simmons did well as well. So, and it was nice J. to see Linda Lavin back in a movie because um, I haven't seen her since Alice, the TV show. J.K. Simmons is good in anything he touches. Um, yeah, those Eminem commercials are pretty good. Uh, best motion picture musical drama went to West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg uh, movie that I don't think too many people have seen. No, no, and uh, don't really need to. I know the yeah. story. Yeah, best actress in a motion picture musical. Comedy went to Rachel Zegler from West Side Story. Best actress in a TV series drama was Michaela J. Rodriguez for Pose. Nope, got nothing. Uh, best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture went to Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Best actor in a motion picture went to Will Smith for King Richard, which is the movie about Venus and Serena's father, which I actually heard good things about, but I don't know if I need to. Watch them. I don't know if that movie appeals to me because I'm not a William sister fan. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, just uh, best original song motion picture went to No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Well, I'm guessing that's just from the movie No Time to Die. Uh, uh, best actor in a motion picture comedy musical went to Andrew Garfield for not Spider Man, but for Tick Tick Boom, mm. which is on Netflix. It's about the um, playwright who wrote Rent. Um, best limited TV series or movie went to The Underground Railroad. Best TV series musical comedy is Hacks. 
Uh, best TV se- actress in the TV series is Jean Smart for Hacks. Best actress in the limited TV series is Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, that's about, um, I don't know. I got nothing. Else. Oh, best actor did go to Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. That was their only. Uh, Yay. It's the only thing that I've watched on that entire list. Yeah. Um, and then the most important category of all. Best motion picture in non-English language went to Drive My Car from Japan. Which I believe is about an Uber driver who gets um, forced out of work by Tesla. Wow. I, uh, why? The, the Emmys, right? Grammys. Emmys. Grammys Go- is music. Yes. Golden Globes. Yeah. Golden Globes. We're talking Golden Globes. Is that a is that a worldwide thing or does it focus primarily on an American audience and American like why would we want a foreign well and the Oscars also do a best foreign film, but um don't so this is me. I'm not trying to be like nationalistic. I'm 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 ignorant uh in in the way that ignorance is supposed to be, I guess, interpreted. But like, do these countries not have their own award shows? I don't know. The only ones that I know of are the BAFTAs. The British I'm, I'm aware of the BAFTAs. I think uh, Canada has some as well. Um, I think they just have the Zambonis, which is like, I don't the best Canadian thing. And I know they have the Juno Awards for music because sure. uh, uh, that's how Jewel got in Shania Twain got yeah. uh, recognized. I want to uh, give a quick plug to a movie coming out in about a month because uh, you ever since you mentioned that one about the dog or something, it's just called Dog starring Channing Tatum. Rough, rough. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.